All right, so I'm currently on the phone with Andy. He's another one of the musicians that reached out about the current interview series. So I'm going to go ahead and give him the chance to introduce himself. Hey, uh, Alex, uh, thanks a lot for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, my name is Andy Lala. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and, uh, and I'm glad to be on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, so we kind of discussed a little bit about uh, your musicianship, but why don't you go into a bit of detail about you know, how you first found music? What about it was inspiring to you and pulled you into it? Oh, wow. Okay. So um, I've, been, I've been playing the majority of my life. I started very young. I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana, and um, started playing um, very young. And so, I, you know, I, you know, when I was five or six, I was sitting at the family's, you know, Wurlitzer, you know, mimicking the television, playing commercials by ear, you know, so little things like that. And then obviously I got schooled and, and studied and started really playing music. Um, but early on, I, 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 I play by ear um, and, 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 Throughout my career, obviously, I went. I learned how to read and write and do other things. But um, that's what grabbed me early on. Is it's you know, music's just kind of something I hear in my head, and it's easy to um, reciprocate when I have an instrument in my hand. And that I guess those are some of my earliest memories. And I got a drum set when I was uh, about seven. I got my first drum set and my first guitar when I was about twelve. So it's, okay, it's, so. Um, so you started learning instrument all kind of right around each other. You started on essentially an organ and then went to uh, drums and then guitar. That's right. And then, you know, and, and, and even to this day, I have a studio with um, filled with instruments that, you know, pretty much anything I get my hand on, I can figure out besides brass. I don't really I haven't succeeded in brass. Mm -hmm. um, um, some string instruments like violin and, and cello and things like that, but not not a serious player in, in the, any regard, but yeah, um, I started, um, I started on those instruments and kind of grew from there. Okay. And it sounds like, uh, that, that all kind of came together, uh, when your early teen years is when you, uh, kind of filled out that trifecta of beginner instruments. That's right. So my interest, my interest obviously grad, gra uh, gravitated towards those instruments. And then, you know, my surroundings, uh, luckily I had a family who was supportive. So they're like, yeah, we'll put you in lessons. And, and then, you know, I started playing in church. Yeah. You can play in church if you want. That's safe. You know, <laughs> you know? Um, and then once I got old enough, I started playing in bands and bars and festivals and, and, and things from there. But, but yeah, it started pretty early and, um, it was nurtured and, uh, and that, that was the infancy of it. That was, that was the nutshell of how I, uh, I started off. Okay. And it sounds like most of that was kind of outside the regular school uh, curriculum. So was it all private lessons and teaching yourself or did you do any like concert or marching band or anything like that? Yeah. Good question. Um, it, 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 it was, it was the, especially the early stages very much outside of uh, schooling. So, um, I really, I taught myself and then when I showed that I had the discipline to stay with things, that's when my parents said, okay, we'll get you some private lessons from some folks that we know. And, you know, um, so we, we, you know, we find family friends that are, that gave lessons on piano or for example, and guitar. And, um, and, uh, and then when I started actually doing schooling, um, like I said, I, I grew up in new Orleans. So down there, there's a place called NOCA. It's new Orleans center for creative arts. 
Um, I auditioned many times, I think three times to get in because my theory was terrible um, mm. because I had play by ear. Um, so I had to really relearn my theory really well, really quickly in order to get in. So that began, besides private lessons, that began the schooling part of it. Okay. And, uh, you know, how old do you think you were before you kind of reached that point where you're just like, I want to play with other musicians my age and start working on original stuff? Early. I mean, I was probably 12 or 13, um, already in a band. Like I, I was, um, you know, I, I, I had to get a fake ID so I could go play in bars cause I was so young and I was the drummer. So I would <laughs> nice. go, go to place. I still have the fake ID. I, I, you know, I, I still, I kept it all these mm. years because we would go, we, they would book gigs and I couldn't get in. And I'm like, I'm the drummer. I don't drink. I just need to play. So I had to get an ID to do that. So early, like 12, 13, I was playing in bands. Okay. And, uh, you know, running up to kind of where you are now, how many iterations of different bands do you think that you stepped into and in what various roles? Oh man, I'm 46. So, uh, do the math between 12 and 46. So it's been <laughs> many. Um, but you know, I've, it, 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 the, the 10 second version would be, you know, like rock punk, um, hip hop, like we tried everything and, 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 it, and it gravitated towards what was popular at the time. Right. You know, the Beastie Boys were popular. So we try a song like that. And, you know, Bon Jovi was popular. We try it like that, you know, and things that we liked. And so, and then the originals that we wrote too. So, um, and then I would gravitate towards different kinds of music too. Like sometimes I'd like electronic music back then and it was really edgy and like the orb or, you know, pioneers at that time, Kraftwerk and those guys. So the, the iterations were many. Um, and then once I got schooled, I started playing in like percussion ensembles and I did get a scholarship and have to do marching band, um, to my, I, I wasn't really pleased with that, but I did learn mm -hmm. a lot. So, you know, at the time, I was like, I don't want to do this stupid marching thing. But then I learned all my rudiments. I learned I got to play marimba and vibraphone and zyber, all kinds of new instruments. So it was it was it was a win win after that. But yeah, that was a number of iterations in that. And then throughout my adulthood, you know, I kind of played in a lot of different bands until really most recently in the last five years or so, I've settled into what I really like and I, the people I really like playing and styles I really like. And, um, and I have a studio at the house where I produce. And so it, it took, it's been many, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a long answer, but, uh, it's been many along the way. Okay. And so, uh, through your scholarship and through college, uh, and continuing to do music on your own, did you also kind of decide to do any, uh, like professional activities? You didn't necessarily mention what you majored in, uh, but you did mention that you have a studio, which could suggest that you're also into, you know, a professional component of musicians. Yeah. So I, my major was music. Um, I started off in majoring in, in, in jazz composition theory, all, all of that. And, and, um, and I did that and I got a scholarship and I studied that and I played in bands and, and then, and then at some point I was like, well, um, I'm, I'm the kind of person that likes to figure things out. So at some point I was like, well, I want to learn how to do the recording part of it. And this is way before the digital age wherever everybody's, you know, has a studio in their basement or their bedroom. Sure. Um, so I went back to school and I got a degree in audio engineering um, and I learned how to mix and master and record and um, all miking techniques and all the things that come along with it. And, sure. um, and, and actually that 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 kick started me into using Pro Tools, of which 
I still use today, but this was in the mid nineties, um, in its infancy. So that was the start of me, um, doing that. And then, and then from there, I, I, um, as, as far as work, I, I, I own a production company and we produce events and tours and festivals and things like that. So it's all very intertwined. Okay. So you kind of, uh, tapped into a, a few different avenues there, the production side of it, the promotion side of it, and then the performance side of it. That's right. Yeah. So I've, I've always kind of played in bands, but then as I grew with my other skill sets, I turned those into, you know, lucrative opportunities as well. Um, like you said, like, uh, you know, um, and then, and then being a player also, and then figuring instruments out, like I said, I like to figure things out. Um, I also, um, took up teching, um, which people kind of know about, but they really don't. It's, you know, it's called backline teching, but when you go see a band play and they have a guitar tech or a drum tech or things like that, mm, sure. um, that's, that's something I picked up as well. Cause it was really easy as second nature. Cause I was like, yeah, I play and I can fix this. Um, so I did that for about a decade touring with many, many acts. Um, and, and so that was another component as, as well. Awesome. So, uh, let's kind of talk about, uh, what your project is now, uh, performance wise. Um, what are you working on? Uh, what are you kind of looking to put out there? Yeah. So it, like I said, after all of these different reiterations and schooling and non-schooling and this, that, the other, it's settled in. It really has. And the band I'm playing in, it's called Resonate, R-E-Z-N and the number eight. It's And it's a play on the word resonate, of which music frequencies, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot there. Um, so it kind of evolved over the years because I've always written and played. Um, and what I'm working on is, you know, uh, for all the atrocities and disadvantages that COVID has given us during the last few years, it's actually given some opportunities as well. And one of those opportunities is we didn't have a very strong presence in live music and, 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 you know, concerts and festivals and things like that, because we could gather for a while. So, um, I, I resorted to back to producing and being in the studio and playing and recording. So that's the current project. And I have some amazing musicians that I'm just blessed to have around me, um, that really like the music and what we're doing. And it's a lot of originals and some of it's rearranging some covers in our own special little way. Um, and that's what we're currently doing right now is is building um, and playing with resonate. And the, the, the first chance we got when 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 COVID kind of dialed back for a minute and they started doing limited capacity things um, to answer your question of what are we doing? Uh, the mm -hmm. first chance we got, we, we played a show. We played a live show, headline, no openers, two and a half hours of, of music. Um, and I think it was all built up over the couple of years of not playing. Um, and that's that's kind of where we started. Sure. So, uh, you guys are in the studio working on new stuff or are you kind of looking to promote stuff that's already out there to, uh, do shows and stuff? What, what like current phase are you on? Um, a little bit of both, mainly recording and, and working on the stuff, uh, on some newer stuff. So it came in phases, you know, cause we, we actually had a show booked, um, prior to COVID, you know, in January. And then um, that that got canceled, and then a lot of other things. It just things started getting canceled. So we had a lot of music prepared. We had rehearsals. We had everything. So that was that phase we were in was more of a live performance phase, um, and, and and recording as well. But you know, since COVID and the rollback of COVID, we kind of 
moved um moved back into recording and editing and and overdubbing and things like that phase so right mm -hmm. now we're kind of in a little bit of both like we can play a two-hour show if we need to but i'm really focusing in the studio on some of the stuff that we've been recording over the last year or so to you know finish off some projects uh and some songs to release so it's a little bit of both you know Awesome. Uh, so what are some of your favorite memories from all the time that you have been in music, whether it was, you know, early on playing, uh, you know, learning instruments or um, working on music, going to school? Uh, what stands out and keeps you motivated? Oh, man. Um, there's a lot of standout moments because I've, I've, I've kind of, you know, attacked music from various angles. Um, so standout playable moments. I mean, I was probably when I was like 17, I played jazz fest in New Orleans, you know, and there was like 60,000 people and I was scared out of my mind, um, playing that, but it was, it was a highlight for a young person to play. At least for me, I haven't played a big show like that. We had played small clubs and, um, things around town, but not to that. Um, and then, uh, playing with various musicians, um, definitely motivates me because I like to surround myself with people who are, um, if not as good, but usually better at their craft than myself. So I, I learned something. And, um, so I, you know, I got to play with some really cool people over the years and, and even teching, like some of the teching gigs, um, I've got a chance to play live on the road with some really cool artists and great shows. So I've had a lot of great memories along the way. And I mean, I have stories for years. Um, but playing wise and production wise, there there's a lot of really good ones in there, and I and um, I'm really I'm really glad that uh, I've had the 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 upbringing in the past that, that I've that I've had. You know, better for better or worse, it's made me. You know, it's it's got me to where I am today, and um and and, and a lot of them are really really I look back um, fondly on them. Yeah. Sure, definitely. Uh, so what are some social media links where people can check out your stuff and see what you're doing? Yeah, so um, right off the bat, the website is pretty simple. It's it's resonatemusic.com. So R-E-Z-N, the number eight, music.com. And you can check out bios and all the players. There's music. There's merch. Um, there's, there's a lot of stuff up there, and we're continually updating that, some video stuff. Um, we have Facebook. We have Instagram. Um, all, all, the, all the big ones, and it's Resonate is the band. Um, so they could go on there and just see kind of what we're about, you know, what we look like, our history, our bio. And, and, and more, most importantly, I mean, we're talking about music. So you can go onto the website and just listen to a good, a good amount of music. And, um, and anything that, that we've been recording, like I said, the, to your earlier question, what are we currently working on now? We, we multi-tracked uh, our last um, couple shows. So we took those and also studio recordings and doing overdubs and things like that so we will soon to be releasing i think we're sitting on about 23 tracks at the moment so um we'll we'll start getting those out here um you know you know easily by the end of the year but you know we'll start getting those out as they're finishing mastering you know awesome very cool uh so i always like to give the person i'm interviewing the opportunity to put out their last word so just a message that you want to put out there that you just vibe with in general yeah i mean i the idea, the ideology and the, the basis of what I project when I play and I play with this group with resonate is, is, you know, 
is really could it's really about connecting with music connecting with each other um and, and it's about resonating you know with each other with the music with um and and really in positive vibes you know i i can't uh, stress the the point of kindness um in everyday life and with each other um there's enough hatred and mean and, and crazy people out there um and like i said i've spent many many years around many people and many rock stars and over my my time period um in in this industry and and um a lot of that stuff just really doesn't matter with egos and whatnot so my my message would be to to just enjoy music and 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 i like this i love to see people connect and enjoy music and 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 use it as 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 positive tools to um in in their life however they choose to um you know people use healing and music and healing and therapy and and sometimes just just in everyday life so my my general my general thought with that is if i could be a little part of someone's life in any kind of positive way through our music through our messages um then then that's that's a really great service that we're providing that that goes well and beyond ourselves or our music or our instruments or our egos or anything like that you know